Welcome to the Relevant and Christian Thinking Podcast. This is your host, Jesus Valdez, and I'm joined by three of my best friends. And we sit down and we talk about relevant Christian thinking in today's times. Sit back and enjoy the podcast. All right, I want to welcome everybody into the podcast today. Hope everyone is well. Hope everyone is blessed. Welcome to the Relevant and Christian Thinking Podcast, where we talk about topics that are relevant to us and how we apply the Christian thinking thinking to them. I'm joined by my man, Carlos Montero. God bless my, everybody. My brother, Raldel Cabrales. God bless, God bless. And my brother, Carlos Rosado. God bless you guys. Gentlemen. How are we doing today? We're doing good, my brother. We're doing good. We're doing real well. We relax. We relax. Everything's good. We're doing great. We got some coffee in us. Oh, you always need that caffeine. Can we pause for coffee? (laughs) Can we talk about how much we appreciate it? Oh, yeah, man. I got to start the day with the coffee, bro. You uh, decaf or you are you regular? Oh, can't do that's that's black water. That's you you decaf is black water. That's blasphemy. You know what I mean? That's what it is. It's sin. It's almost like drinking tea. Yeah, without caffeine, decaf, without decaf. without caffeine, <laughs> right? You know, just straight I think up if tea. you drink decaf, you cheating on coffee. It's, it's yeah, not, it's yeah, not yeah. coffee. But, it, you know. It's like a, a a brother of ours here in church. He said that he drinks decaf so he can mentally feel like he's drinking coffee. Maybe he's allergic to caffeine. That's what it is. No, the thing is, is because he has a heart condition, so, so he can't have co- that key. coffee's too. It's too mean? strong. So he has definitely, to. Definitely well, has to be uh, coffee's in me. So we're excited, man. Let's move on into uh, this topic that we got here. And uh, we want to open this topic up and talk about something that may be difficult or may be uh, easy. And uh, the topic is struggles. I've had struggles. I know everyone in this room has had struggles. I know you listening have had struggles. And why do I say easy to talk about and hard to talk about? Because... I'm I'm a person. It's easy for me to talk about my struggles, like because I know what the Lord has done and I know what uh, I've been through, and it's you know it's easy for me to open up and you know talk about my struggle. But for some other people, you know, they keep their struggles they keep their struggles locked up. They keep their struggles to themselves. They don't talk about it. Definitely, I think it's a I think it's one of those things where you have the freedom of keeping it inside of you if you decide to, but at the same time you have to understand that. At some point, you're going to cause yourself some kind of damage uh, if you are keeping pain, if you are keeping stress. You know, I mean, it's one of those things where you have to be careful and, and just try to talk to a friend. And I think that's what, what sets us semi, you know, apart from people that are, you know, not Christian is the fact that we actually have somebody that we can run to. You know, there's some people that don't want to run into to anybody about anything, so... It's awesome, you know, the fact that we can go and have that outlet. Amen. Well, when it, when we're talking about struggles and we're talking about faith, I think, you know, struggles can be like a fuel because people in the world use their struggles as fuel. You know, you, you, you hear it all day in hip hop that, you know, our, our friend talks about it all the time. He says the first rapper's album is about how he struggled, struggled and made it. And that's the hottest album, you know. And then his second one isn't that hot because he ain't struggling no more. So struggle, you know, growing up or a struggle of an addiction can be fuel. Once, you know, as a believer or a non-believer, you get over that. And and I think the difference between us 
billion believers and people that are not believers, the game, like the rap game, glorifies the struggle. You know, it says the struggle made me. The struggle, you know, is the reason I'm here. And and we as believers, you know, we humble ourselves uh, when we see struggle. We're like, man, I struggled. And through that, I seen God's help. And the only reason I'm here, you know, through that struggle is because of him. So we don't glorify the struggle, you know. What do you say, Carlos, about about that, Carlos Montero, about that struggle factor, how, you know, the world glorifies it. You got the struggle in the center, and then you got the world glorifying it. You know, you, you think about 50 Cent, his, in the club, his first album. It was, you know, a struggle, but I made it. I did it, you know. I beat it. And then you got someone like me that isn't as famous, and, and I look at my struggles, and the, the only reason I'm here is because of what Jesus did. So I don't glorify my struggle. You know, my right. struggle humbles me. You I know? mean, at the end of the day, where you got, even though, like you said, a lot of rappers don't acknowledge, you know, others. They say, oh, me, 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 me. But you had to have help to get there, you know, to get to the level where that rapper is, like you said, 50 Cent or, you know, any other rapper artist, you don't get there alone. You need uh, other, you know, you got to make connections. You got to, uh, interact with others to get to that point. Hey man, um, I just believe struggle creates, you know, a strong character, you know, and, and um, it helps you to face, you know, different different things in life, you know, when you struggle and you overcome those struggles, and uh, you get, you know, well, you let's get, let's talk about growing up struggles. How does that? How does that make you or or break you? Growing up struggles and and growing all up, all of us here in the room are familiar with that. Oh, you know? yeah, you know. Well, me coming from you know a, a, a poverty background, you can glorify that. It, it has it has humbled me to live where I am now. You because know, even though it might know, seem right? like it might seem to people that live in in the in the states as a regular life, maybe even like you know, like I'm I'm at middle class or whatever is under middle class but for me coming from where i come from it's it's definitely you know right, the part where where we come with the humble part and the appreciated part yeah. because of where we come from let's let's walk with that you 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 know our listeners that are here you come from cuba right and that's what we're you know we're discussing that you have an opportunity to glorify that struggle cuz i know for a fact that there's cubans that glorify that, that struggle that they went through f- through the island and they glorified and said, you know, I didn't eat and this and that. Look at me now. You know, look, right. at, me, look at this chain. Look at this car. Look at me here. You know, so you've taken, you've taken a different approach. It's the same struggle, you know, but like, I don't know, you know, like what, what makes one side better than the other or, or one side different? Like what's, you know. I just think based on what I've experienced and like since what I had experienced, I didn't have a choice. Basically, I just had to go through it and be like strong minded enough so that eventually I'm here now. And now that I'm living in this situation and I had that one that was way worse. It's like it's it, this is really not a situation now because I experienced the one from before. So I know how how even harder it can be, you know, and sometimes people that that just uh, wake up, you know, and, and and grow up in the states. They don't even have that background. That that you know, that's like we say that uh, 
that that strong background that you get from a, a coming from a proverbish, you know, where you really where you think you don't have anything here, mm-hmm. and you have it, and you don't see it, you know, you you take it for granted, and and you know when you when you coming from there and you come to here where people take things for granted, you're like, man, I, I'm just appreciated to to wake up and and you know and ha- and open the fridge and have something to. Have some, have some eggs on the fridge and yeah. some bread on the fridge. You know, where people might want a steak. You know. Now, Carlos Rosado, thinking about the struggle and, and walking with it, it can make a person arrogant. Can you say that the struggle can make? Because let's say he, what he's saying, right? Mm-hmm. You know, he appreciates having eggs and bread in, in the fridge, but that struggle can make you arrogant in oh, yeah, a way, definitely. right? Yeah, definitely. Because you can be like. I think the struggle, I think the struggle, uh, you know, one of the things that uh, the of, of arrogance that it does is because you don't have, you know, I mean, in the struggle, you didn't have much. When you have something, you tend to mismanage things. You know, you, you tend to, to sit there and, and, and just show off and, mm-hmm. and, and go off on things that you, at the end, really didn't have, you know, and, and. I guess every you can you know it, what what I, what I think I'm basically saying or what we're trying to explain is the struggle. If you don't know how to look at your struggle, it can either make you a greedy person, right, or it can make you a humble person, depending yeah. on your perspective yeah. of that struggle, right? Because exactly. you're like, well, I didn't have anything, so you know, no one helped me when I was struggling. No one gave me a hand when I had no bread. So you know, forget everybody now. And on the other side, you can be like, you know what? I didn't have any bread. Let me share this bread. Let me share this milk. You know? That's what I think our faith helps us with. Being able to share what we have because we look at our struggle at an, in, a totally, in a totally different perspective. The Christian thinking applied to the struggle is like, I don't look at my struggle the way, you know, a person that doesn't have Christian thinking look at their struggle. Is what I think, you know, more or less... Is what we're trying to the vibe I'm getting from y'all. Yes or no? Correct. Yes, yeah. definitely. I think that um, you know, being being a being a Christian, you know, it also puts the struggle it puts the struggle aspect in into fuel. You know, it creates a fuel to for us because it doesn't just because. So what I'm trying to say is just because we went through struggles doesn't mean we still don't have struggle. Of course. You know what of I mean? Of course. We I mean, still have, we know that. We life, still have, you know, we still I'm have talking about struggles. like over, overcame, like struggles that we've overcome, you know, struggles that, you know, that aren't struggles, like growing up struggles. Like growing up is a struggle that you only go through once, you know. I mean, it, it can be permanent. It can be something that, that lasts a while, but you only grow up once and you get over that and then you, you know, you, you're introduced to new struggles. Yeah, I agree to that. Yeah, and like you said, um, struggles can even make you greedy. Yeah, or make you want to help other people. Like my struggle wasn't like uh, brother Rodell's struggle, where but you had a nice struggle, brother. Let me tell you, five siblings, and you the only boy. For our listeners, my man over here, five siblings, the only boy. That's a struggle within itself. Let me tell you that I'm I'm a dude with no sisters, and (laughs) and I got two daughters now. And I can't imagine four of them running around. Listen. That's a struggle, brother. I celebrate you. <laughs> no, dude. Listen, when it was like, we're going to the mall, I was like, uh, can I stay home, please? Yeah. So, you know, it can make you or break you. Yeah. So, um, what we're going to do now, well, let's take a break. 
All right, let's take a break. And listeners, we'll be back on the other side and we'll continue the struggles talk. And also we'll look at a, a, a letter from a Super Bowl champion talking about embracing your struggles. Don't go away. This is the Relevant and Christian Thinking Podcast. All right, listeners, want to welcome everybody back to the Relevant Christian Podcast where we're talking about struggling. But we're not talking about struggling in a negative way. We're talking about trying to look at our struggles in a, in a way where we're, we're not turning to arrogant people, where we're not turning to greedy people, where we're not turning to people that don't want to share because no one shared with us. I'm not sharing with you. You know, I, I want to be a person that is able to be Christ-like. You know, so anybody else want to say anything on this struggling topic? Yeah, before I read this letter, I also wanted to mention uh, this young group that came to our church. Uh, Their their group is called the Nick Evangelists. Basically, it's a you know group of uh, people who are from Nicaragua. Their main leader, he's from Australia, um, but he you know basically went there on a mission trip and. He was helping out these young kids and, you know, saw the struggle. Definitely struggling. And, you know, some of these kids were, you know, gang members um, that he helped out a lot. Most, some of them got were stabbed. Some kids are up to, you know, as young as five or six years old who were abandoned. You know, no mother, no father. And he took them in and he uh, is helping them with, you know, uh, keeping them fed and a roof over their head. Um, and they're using uh, the gift of dance to travel preach the word of God and, you know, help these kids out. So it's, it's something beautiful. And, you know, just sometimes when you think, oh, man, I'm struggling with this, I'm struggling with that, or you think I don't have this yet, I don't have that yet, just thinking that this kid can't wake up in the morning and say, hi, mom, hi, dad, or mm. I love you, mom, I love you, dad. It's, you know, now that I'm a father, um, you know, I just think uh, I immediately thought of my kids because it, it could be any kid. It could be anybody. Of course. You know, it could have been me. It could have been you. It could have been any of us here. So immediately I said, God, you know, I, I thank you. It's definitely, definitely check those dudes out. Nick Evangelist. Uh, uh, what's their uh, Facebook page? Uh, the well, Facebook, you can find it just like that. The Nick Evangelists, uh, they'll come out immediately. Uh, and they're also on YouTube they as well. they firefighters? No, they, uh, they're... <laughs> you said come on immediately. I'm thinking about... What do you mean? <laughs> so you you know they're contactable. So Correct. spell that out, Nick Evangelist. How you spell it? Uh, the Nick Evangelist. Uh, Nick Evangelist is N I C A V A N G E L I S T S. So it definitely puts your struggle in perspective when you see, like my man Bizzle said, when you he said he has a bar where he says, "You think that your floor is low." Until you see somebody's, until you see your floor and somebody sees your floor as the ceiling, you know? So, them Dink advantages definitely touched my life. Let's go around the table and talk about these young people. Well, you know, there's young kids and this, and this gentleman from Australia, you know, that's doing a Good great day, job. Right? <laughs> you know, he's doing a great that's my job. Bad Australian uh, accent impersonation. I just I just want to give a shout out to to the Australian guy. I don't know I don't know I don't remember his name, but I his name. 
I forgot his name. But you know, it's a uh, it's great light like this in the in the world, you know, that shines and, and shows, you know, the Christian thinking and the Christian. Definitely part, brought me to, you know? to tears. So definitely. I was just like I was overwhelmed, you know, when they came and, and they broke dance and they and did it. Exactly. And they did something, you know, that that maybe people that, that you know, that don't come to church or have something to say about it, you know, they see all of these kids are break dancing in, in church and they might have, you know, some type of negative way of viewing it, you know. Mm. Um, well, but you know, I, at the end of the day, that doesn't matter. Yeah. Because when you hear their story, and you, you, can't, breaks, you, you, can't, you, you can't have a heart if you're like, oh, well, it's like the Pharisees. Oh, yeah, yeah. you're doing miracles, Jesus. That's all good and dandy, but don't do them on the Sabbath. It's like, dude, the dude just healed somebody. Like, it shouldn't matter what day of the week he did it. So it's right. the same thing, you know. These kids are coming from a from from desperate, desperate situation, and and it's just like, you know, like let them do what they got to do as long as it's not something totally obscene. But uh, you know, there's no way you can see a little bit of flipping and and and, and doing what you know you you know because God made you your body to be able to do those things. So I I definitely believe Adam was. You know, jumping off of trees and stuff to, to name animals. I definitely <laughs> believe in that. So it was definitely very, very inspiring and touching to see those young people give their talent in spite of their struggle, like we're talking about, in spite of the struggle, in spite of they're not, their hearts on hard. They're not arrogant. They're not like, I don't, they want to give back because they're a struggle. And because of what Jesus has done for them, they now look at their struggle with beauty and, and, and give out, you know, that talent, so yeah, definitely. I think, uh, like Waddell was saying here about the Australian guy, you know, but God planted in his heart and being able to go to Nicaragua and be able to to plant a seed over there and help these kids. Uh, it's almost like seeing a, a it's almost like the Willy Wonka with the golden ticket. Mm-hmm. You know, these kids were able to get that golden ticket from God. It's a blessing at the end of the day. We yep. know, and uh, they were able to just go out there and. and and, and just be creative and do new things and do awesome things. And I think it's awesome. You know, I think it's really awesome the fact that these guys have been able to to, to express themselves that way. You know, I was on the drums when I saw them come in and they were stretching in the back, you know? Yeah, you didn't know what was going on. And that's definitely, I'll let you finish your point, but uh, um, what's the thing I was thinking about? Um, expectation and uh, when you see something you don't know what to expect like I saw it I'm like what are these kids what are, what are they and then the pastor told me oh we got their hair visiting and stuff but you know you seen them you know you never want to judge a book by its cover but you end up you know yeah, doing yeah, that definitely. and then they came and just blew us out the water yeah we weren't uh, we weren't ready we weren't ready for it but um, wasn't ready when they came in was not ready when they came in you know it was awesome you know just to see you know I, I didn't expect anybody to flip off the stage I think that's the and only time nice. that's the only time we're ever gonna see something like that something totally different out of the box I think off that was awesome you know I think it it, 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 it it made the church more of a of a height, uh, you know. It just it just lifted up the church a little more to see something different, and of course to hear these kids, you know, and their stories of, you know, some of them were raped, unfortunately. I some know. of them were, you know, fatherless. Some of them had to sell themselves to be where they are, mm-hmm. and look where God has brought them to. They're traveling to the United States. I believe they are going to go to some uh, they go to country England. in Europe. Yeah, yeah they're going to go to England. Oh, United Kingdom it was, yes. United Kingdom and, you know, hopefully at the end, 
You know, Hopefully, God helps them with all, it's just, all their mission. They, man. All their mission, and they're Big helping people. They're the not dangerous. only they're not only they're not only for themselves. They're also for other people. They're helping other people out there. There was a slideshow that was shown. I don't know if you guys remember the slideshow of people on stretchers and yeah. other people getting healed and other people, you know, jumping. Um, I also saw on their profiles on their uh, Facebook page, you know, people being fed, people, you know, having fun practicing on mattresses. They practice on mattresses. That was pretty awesome. And um, it, it was just a privileged moment, and I was happy to be a part of that. Uh, you know, just to finish up the thought, I know I'm taking a little long here. Um, you know, at the last at the last moment, you know, I was whole, I was fighting my tears. I was fighting my tears because... We all were. Because, you know, oh, yeah. I know uh, I identify myself as, uh, you know, I, I didn't really have two... I had small father figures, but I really didn't have that father that I can claim in my life. And I did go through pain. I did go through frustrations and I did go through my moments. But when I saw that these kids were fatherless and, you know, orphans from the beginning, I was like, you know, I know what I went through for me is significant, but what they went through compared to me is really nothing. It's you know, I th- it's pretty awesome. It's pretty awesome. The thing uh, I, I want to add and uh, wrap this thing up, big shout out to Nick Evangelist and everything they're doing is how... And it's kind of like a sidebar, how much their talent looks after you know their story. Like, if they would have breakdanced before their story, you probably would have got a little judgmental and like, oh, what, do you know, they would, what are they doing? But, you know, and then they tell you a story, then you probably would have felt guilty. But they present their story, and then their talent just looks so much beautiful. It looks, you know, you're like, man, it, they could have did anything. It's just like, just hearing their struggle just made it beautiful to me. You know, I seen that. I was like, man, you know, I felt like crying. Every flip meant something. So, oh, yeah. you know, it definitely was 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 a humbling experience. And we pray for the Nick Evangelist and the whole team. And a uh, big shout out to you guys. So this is the Relevant Christian Thinking Podcast. We're going to take another break. And on the other side, we'll hear for, we're here from Carlos Montero. And we'll continue our show. Don't go nowhere.